0: Hi, this is Jonah Trebowasser, and welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, made possible by Rotary District 7210. Each week, we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People living by Rotary's motto of service above self. And today, my very special guest is Steve Pressman, Executive Director of Mid-Hudson Recovery Centers, and we're going to be talking about services to individuals and families who might be suffering from alcoholism or other addictions. Steve Pressman, good morning,
1: and welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning, Jonah, and thanks for having me.
0: It's our pleasure, and I just want to let everybody know that my co-host Sarah O'Connell is uh, away this week, but uh, she promises to be back next week. In the meantime, uh, I've got the great pleasure of talking to Steve Pressman, from Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers. What's that all about, Steve? What is that organization?
1: We work to help individuals and their families find recovery from addictions to alcohol and other drugs.
0: Let's um, let's get a, 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 an issue out on the table right away. You know, some people, um, they know somebody who can't help themselves from drinking, they can't help themselves from using various narcotics, and they look at it and say, you know, this guy's just, he's weak, he's weak-minded, he's he's, he's weak-willed, you know, just just stop, why don't you just stop? And most of the professionals in organizations such as yourself or, or physicians will say, this is a sickness, you wouldn't criticize somebody who gets cancer or even the common cold Why are you criticizing someone like who's got alcoholism, which is a sickness? Is that your point of view?
1: Exactly. Uh, We look at it as a disease that 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 takes over a person's not only their willpower, if you will, but there it has physical components and psychological components, um, such that um, the person feels compelled to continue using, and may very often get sick if they don't use, and uh, to them. They get to a state where to be normal, so to speak, is to be um, under the influence of alcohol or other drugs. To not be under the influence is to be sick.
0: <laughs> so what are the warning signs for somebody who might be listening? Um, where do they cross the line between a social drinker and alcoholism?
1: Well, that's a, it's a difficult thing to identify precisely it is a slippery slope however we use uh, a number of tools to assess whether someone has a serious problem or not Um, in plain terms though I think if somebody continues to use to drink or use drugs despite continuing adverse consequences bad things happen as a result of their use and they don't stop I would say they have a problem or if someone they're close to perceives they have a problem that's a problem as well we
0: well, you know the old standard used to be if you took a drink before 12 noon you had a problem but uh, is is that still true or is it just uh, doesn't well, make a difference day or night what what the situation is
1: well i would suspect people that start drinking before 12 noon often very often and most often do have a problem but there are many people who um, Don't drink before 12 and yet do have a problem. They may do most of their drinking at night or perhaps, and we have found this with with younger folks a lot, uh, they might not drink that often, but when they do, they drink too much.
0: And uh, you said that uh, you also offer services to people who might be involved with uh, certain kinds of drugs. And of course, we know there's a whole range of uh, drugs going from marijuana right up to heroin and everything in between. Uh, what kind of drugs are you talking about when you're talking about uh, making, uh, having these services available?
1: Well, we're talking about both legal and illegal drugs. Um, the, um, right now, we're facing an epidemic of um, legal drug use, um, painkillers, um, drugs derived from opium. Opiates such as heroin, but also pills such as oxycodone and and Percocet and the whole variety of drugs that are used as painkillers um, and become are really commonly found in people's medicine cabinets um, and folks who do um, use drugs take and initiate their use as a result of some condition to relieve the pain but become addicted to them, as well as teenagers and younger younger folks who find it in their parents' medicine cabinet and in a recreational way, mm-hmm. in a fun way, whatever, uh, you know, start using them only to find shortly thereafter that they're physically dependent on these, uh, these med- um, drugs and medications.
0: Well, Steve Pressman, Executive Director of Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers, known as Mark. Um, let's talk about some of the warning signs for people who are listening there and and, and may think, well, gee, I don't have a problem. I you know, I've, I, I take an occasional pill when I, you know, you know maybe one a day. One right. A, to one so, two every two days, one an hour. Yeah. W- w- so w- so w- Give us some of the warning signs both for uh, alcoholism and for addiction to drugs, whether they're legal or illegal.
1: Right. Um, I think when folks say, you know, I think, Perhaps I'm drinking too much, or I should stop using uh, these drugs. And they decide to, and then they don't stop. Mm-hmm. So when they've tried to cut down or stop, and they can't, right? Uh, that's that's a big warning sign. Um, if they continue to get in trouble, um, common way of getting in trouble is DWI or or driving while intoxicated. While intoxicated, tremendous problem
0: in the Hudson yeah. Valley.
1: And another problem that is becoming more and more apparent driving while under the influence of drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, law enforcement has received more and more training now, uh, so it's more and more common for people to be stopped with um, uh, because they're under the influence of marijuana or heroin or other drugs other than alcohol.
0: And it's uh, a serious problem because the potential for either a, a crippling, in, crippling injury or a fatality behind the wheel um, escalates dramatically if you're under the influence.
1: Absolutely. Um, As a matter of fact, um, there have been studies that show that any use of alcohol, for example, Mm -hmm. um, decreases your ability to drive. Now, the legal limit um, for driving while intoxicated is 0.08% alcohol content in the blood. Mm -hmm. But be advised that even taking one drink creates some degree of impairment.
0: Well, for the folks at home and uh, who may either be the concerned themselves or concerned about a loved one, uh, what are some of the warning signs? Though, I mean, besides you know weaving around the road, but they, they see somebody at home. Are we talking about moodness, irritability? What kind of things are we looking for that may, think, that may make us think this person needs some help?
1: Well, I mentioned attempts to stop. Um, anyone who is becomes secretive about their mm-hmm. use, um, anyone who starts drinking and drinks more than they uh, intended to, um, they, you know, I'm going to just have one beer right. or, and continues and has many more than one beer. Um People who have any marked changes in behavior—someone who was a quiet and, you know, peaceful, mellow person who becomes impulsive and explosive—that mm-hmm. um, often is a, a symptom of. Uh, problem with drugs or alcohol.
0: So now we have somebody who may think, okay, you know what? I need some help or a loved one needs some help. What kind of thing, Steve Pressman, does Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers offer? Uh, and folks get at home, get a pencil and paper because we're going to start giving you some contact information. So we have somebody at home now who wants to
1: contact you, Steve. How would they do that? Well, uh, we have a crisis center. It's called the Chemical Dependency Crisis Center. And the telephone number is... Eight four five four seven one zero three one zero. Give us that again. Eight four five four seven one zero three one zero.
0: And what happens when they they make that phone call?
1: Well, they'll ask questions to assess the um, whether a person has a problem and what resource and. And decide what resources may be available. There is are it, a range a, of resources. A, is
0: there a 24-7 And that's phone
1: a 24-7 operation. With a live person? With a live person okay. any time of day or night.
0: Okay, so live person 24-7, the phone number again?
1: 845-471-0130.
0: And you said that they're going to give you some, uh, a range of
1: resources such as? Um, well, There are various kinds of treatment ranging from outpatient where the person goes to see a counselor on a regular basis to inpatient where the person actually checks into a uh, facility and stays and lives in the facility and that um, stay could be anywhere from a few days to Commonly, a few weeks or even longer in some cases.
0: Now, what if uh, the person that they're calling about is in crisis? You know, you can hear in the background your person, your staff member here in the background. You know, furniture being smashed, screaming, hollering. Um, is it preferable for these people to call nine one one and then have the police reach out to you?
1: Well, if there's imminent danger, I would always recommending recommend calling nine one one and calling the police because while we can assist somebody get the help they need to. Uh, begin the path to recovery. We we're its beyond what we can do to intervene when there's a potentially violent situation. So call nine one one if if somebody's lost control or if they are in a medical crisis, uh, such if as they've passed out. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, or if they're they're so intoxicated that um, they. Um, Perhaps they're they're about to go um, leave the house or get into a car. In that case, I would call the police.
0: And you know, we're going to find out from Steve Pressman, Executive Director of mid Addiction Recovery Center, some of the other things we can do for people in crisis because of alcohol or drug abuse. But first, let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary on Hudson Valley Talk Radio and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at www.radiorotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebowasa. My co-host, the lovely Sarah O'Connell, is away on vacation. But I make up for it by having with me in the studio Steve Pressman, Executive Direction of Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers. And Radio Rotary is brought to you this week by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Arlington, Poughkeepsie, Congers, Valley Cottage, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook Tri-Village, and Middletown. And we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary after these important messages.
1: The 1,200,000 women and men of Rotary have accomplished extraordinary things. They've taught people to read, worked toward world peace, and have nearly eradicated a crippling disease. But each of them know they could accomplish so much more if only they were 1,200,000 and one. Learn more at Rotary.org.
0: For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org.
1: website at HealthSave.com. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-S-A-V.com. Leave the E off of Save for emergencies. CPR training is for everyone. Learn CPR. Become a lifesaver. Jettleson,
0: Giordano, and Siegel. CPAPC is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm.
1: JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions.
0: The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowis, and my co-host Sarah O'Connell is away for the week, but we are delighted to join uh, with Stephen Pressman, Executive Director of Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers, Mark, and we're talking about uh, people who need some help in addictions uh, to alcohol and to uh, drug abuse. And uh, welcome back to our second half, Steve, and tell us about some of the great environments for recovery that you've got uh under the uh, aegis of the Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers, known as MARC?
1: Um, Well, we have a continuum of residential programs. We spoke briefly about the crisis center. That would be the point of entry to our programs and the beginning of um, treatment for folks seeking help.
0: And they can get help by calling?
1: By calling 845 0310
0: okay so you you've they've called that they've gotten some counseling from um your staff members how do they get into one of these facilities if that's what they need
1: well they would they would come to the crisis center um and there they would stay for anywhere between three or four days and three weeks while they won if they required um, sobering up, so to speak, or, or right. detoxification from, from um, other drugs besides alcohol um, and rest- were restored to health and um, th- from that point, they would be referred for ongoing treatment so that they didn't simply go back out and start using right. it again, but they learned to live a life in recovery and learn to, to live a life without Alcohol and drugs.
0: Now, let me ask you this question: Our mighty Hudson Valley Talk Radio signal covers the entire Hudson Valley, from just below Albany to north down to the Tappan sea Bridge in the south. Um, does your chemical dependency crisis center, which I gather is located somewhere in, in the Dutchess County area, right? In
1: in the city of Poughkeepsie. In Poughkeepsie.
0: Uh, does it only cover Dutchess County or you'll take patients from anywhere pretty much where our voice uh, travels?
1: No, as, as our name implies, our, our population comes from throughout the Mid-Hudson Valley. Right. But anyone from New York State is eligible to um, get services. And I might add they're free services. Oh, well, that's, the, the more, that's important center. to know. All right. Uh, there's no insurance required. Uh, no paperwork. People right. t- people can literally walk off the street and we'll assess and and admit them if they're right. appropriate for the, but our care. It's
0: better if they call your hotline, which once
1: again is? 845-471-0310.
0: So they go to the chemical uh, dependency crisis center. They are uh, analyzed. They're diagnosed and all that. And there are, you have other facilities. So tell us about some of these
1: other facilities that you have for uh, more extensive treatments. Well, we have three community residences. Um, two that work initially, um, one called Bulger House for Men. One called Florence Manor for women, um, and this is these provide a long-term stay for people who have decided they wanted to stop using and are in early recovery, so to speak, but really don't have a home environment that would support that recovery.
0: Now, what age range are we talking about for these uh, residence uh, uh,
1: homes? 18 and older. What um, about for, for teens who have problems? There are other programs in um, available. We yeah. we don't uh, provide those programs. But, but you can
0: you can refer people. We if they would, call the hotline.
1: Exactly, we would refer uh, programs, uh, folks to other programs.
0: Now at the Florence Manor and the Bolger House, uh, which are uh, separated by gender, uh, besides. I presume they have counseling and three square meals a day. Is there any kind of vocational um, rehabilitation? trying to get them jobs,
1: things of that nature. Absolutely. Tell um, us about that. We we generally work with um, several agencies in the community that provide that specifically provide vocational services. Right, and they prepare. They again, they do assessments that to determine the person's skills. They look at the the person's past job history and and offer. Training and placement, so uh-huh. that when the when they um, graduate from our programs, they're able to move towards um, employment. Our third community residence, Dowling right. House, actually uh, many of the folks who graduate Bulger or Florence Manor go to Dowling House, and we we define that as a working house. So the goal there is for while they're still receiving the supports that they need um, to support their recovery, they go to work. Um, and and in that, in that way, that, that house differs from the others, because the majority of residents do work while they're at Dowling
0: House. And I'm willing to bet that's a very important part of, of the treatment modality, because if you've got the self-respect to have a job and earning a paycheck, you're, I, I would presume you're less likely to slip back to your old bad habits. At least I would hope so.
1: Absolutely, and and not to mention the fact that you have a means of supporting yourself that doesn't rely on the drug trade. Um, because many of men, or, or sadly, uh, many of the folks that we've treated have resorted to prostitution, um, mm-hmm. the sex trades, uh-huh. uh, drug dealing, um, thievery and um illegal acts in order to support their 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 habits
0: let's talk about some of your success stories uh you must have a couple of ones that, that pop to mind when people have come back to thank you and say hey you know what i've turned my life around this is where i was i was in the gutter and thanks to you and the folks at the mid-hudson addiction recovery centers i'm now a thriving member of society why don't you share that with our listeners
1: well personally for me and i'm sure i speak for other members of our staff that this these are some of the most gratifying moments, and while the work is difficult at times, when we, uh, when a former alumni of our programs comes back and is doing successful, it makes it all worthwhile. Um, we have a number of folks who have um, gone on. I can think of one person who, um, while they were with us. Uh, Got a bachelor's degree, f- went on and finished for a master's in accounting and did and opened a private practice Boy, as, that's great. as a CPA. That's terrific. Um, I think of another gentleman who started, who walked off the street into our crisis center in yeah. really bad shape who ended up as a um, horse trainer. And works the Kentucky Derby and right? and, and and Saratoga during the um, the season, and comes back and shows us pictures of us with these amazing horses. And, you know that he's he's a he actually is a veterinary assistant. That's fabulous. Um, working with the horses, um, and there the 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 tales go on through the years. We've had more than eleven thousand people come through our programs. And certainly while not all of them have moved on to success, many, many, many have. um, I think one of the most touching and compelling reasons that, that we feel good about what we do is when we have a young woman or in fact a young man who, because of their alcohol and drug use, has lost custody of their children. Um, through a long period of recovery and hard work is able to regain custody. And when they reunite with their children um, after, as I said, generally it takes several years um, for them to demonstrate that they're they're able to sustain their recovery and, and have the means to take care of their children. Um, those are some of the most um, powerful motivators, shall we say, to help us continue what we're we're doing.
0: Well, that's tremendous success. Steve Pressman of Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Center's mark that's something to be justly proud of. 11,000 people coming through your treatment center and all these wonderful stories that you've shared with us. Let's talk about a serious topic, though, uh, in the few minutes we have remaining. And you talked about uh, things like oxycodone pills. I know that uh, there are adults out there, especially seniors who have their aches and pains and maybe quite serious. The doctor has prescribed oxycodone pills and these are tremendously powerful, uh, painkillers mm-hmm. and they just leave them in the, uh, medicine cabinet because that's where you put your medicine, you know, unlocked and they may have teenage grandchildren visiting them and they don't think to count the pills. They don't think to keep those pills out of reach. And I know there's a big problem now with teenagers taking those pills and either using them themselves or selling them. Uh, What advice do you have for our listeners about securing their medications?
1: Well, just that, secure them, because these are dangerous items. Uh, You wouldn't leave a gun a loaded gun, uh, lying around, um, you'd feel the need to lock it up and make sure you knew where it was and no one else could get to it. Um, I think it's not a bad analogy to think that, you know, um, opiate strong painkillers, um, have the potential for great destruction. Um, another thing I think is that, um, People should realize the potential of these medications and learn about them. Um, The average person has probably anywhere between three and ten. Um, p- um, prescriptions in their medicine cabinet. Right. Many of them are very old. You know, they were prescribed for, and and you mm-hmm. probably couldn't even say what they were for because, right. you know, it was years ago. Uh, y- you need to be aware of what those, those pills can do because in the wrong hands, they can do a lot of damage.
0: Steve Pressman, right now, you're talking to more than 50,000 people out there in the Hudson Valley. Some of them, I'm sure, need your help. If you had them here one-to-one across the table, what would you say to them?
1: Well, I would say that, that uh, you're not alone um, you're, and that there's great hope. Um, addiction, alcoholism is, is a treatable disease, and many, many, many people have found recovery and g- gone on to live healthy, happy lives. So um, you can get help um, if you ask for it. And that phone number again for your hotline? 845-471-0310.
0: Steve Pressman, Executive Director of Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers. Thanks so much for joining us on Radio Rotary.
1: You're welcome. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: And we thank today the following for bringing us Radio Rotary. Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Millbrook, Newburgh, New City, New Paltz, New Windsor Cornwall, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, My Friends in Red Hook, High Gang, Rhinebeck, and Southern Ulster. For the vacationing Sarah O'Connell, our engineer Jay Verzi, and our producer Betty Renner. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next Friday morning at 9 for another edition of Radio Rotary exclusively right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio.